Good morning. It's DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Who's ready for the Super Bowl? Me. Where did football go? What happened? What do you mean, where did it go? Well, it just seems like a bigger break. Is that because we're paying so much attention to the Jazz? I think the Jazz and the Kobe Bryant thing uh, really obviously are dominating or have been dominating our attention. And I think we're used to the two weeks now. There was a time that they stopped that and then they went back to it. So I think we're used to the two weeks. And I think that the news cycle with the Kobe Bryant thing on Sunday morning just dominated, obviously Sunday, obviously Monday, and certainly well into Tuesday. And it's not like there any of us are over it. Uh, and obviously his family and the families of those folks who perished, uh, it's obviously forever altered. And I don't know they'll ever get over it. So that was such a huge, huge story because of the level of celebrity and talent and all the things that he combined that I think in my mind got us away from thinking about the Super Bowl as early as we did. You know, the uh, when we were planning the Sunday night show, you know, we had a whole plan, and then obviously everything changed. And we even had an interview taped and ready to go, which wasn't going to work. And we dropped that, and we rescheduled it. And it was, we're doing it, and, you know, you're getting different stuff come in, you know, the um, LeBron at the airport, yeah. and the moment of silence at the Knicks game, and then jazz players tweeting out the jazz issue a statement. Uh, we had the, the video that they'd used for uh, Kobe's last appearance here in Utah. We had all these elements, and when you look at them, you're like, wow, we are doing a lot of time. The, the show is so local. It's just, it's Jazz Utes Cougars. There's some Aggies, there's some Wildcats, maybe there's some RSL. It's Jazz Utes Cougars, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it just, and so look at the rundown. It seemed like the right thing to do. And then I totally sang against myself. And there's, you know, four of us working on the show on a Sunday. In what way? And is this the right thing to do? We're going, we're just Kobe? going all in on all this Kobe stuff. Yeah. Now, granted, some of it's jazz stuff. What did each one of these Absolutely. players tweet yeah. out? Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. It's Mitchell right. and it was Gobert. There was a statement from the jazz. Mike Conley tweeted out, you know, on and on. So it did have a local twist to it that you wouldn't get by watching ESPN. Kobe had three things going on for him in that regard. Yeah. He was international, he was national, and he was local no matter right. where you were. Yeah, right. And so did it. And then I second guessed myself somewhere around eight o'clock. Are we doing the right thing? Tim Peterson has been in the show forever. This is this is going to be great. It's going to be awful, but it's going to be you know it's an awful it's story. Still, well, it's the right thing to do, right? And so and he's like, calm down, it's fine, yeah. and uh, you know don't second guess yourself. Just we'll we'll edit it, we'll write it, and let's get on with it. And uh, and then the ratings come out the next day, and we do it. And while we were doing it, um, you know, you go to a commercial break after the A block, and and you usually know if you did it right, it's seventeen minutes, but it feels like seven. It just blows by. It's like your segment, the same thing. It'll be half the, if we're doing eight minutes with you or 10 minutes with you, if it's good, it feels like four or five. That's just, the time blows by because you're caught up in what you're doing. I understand. And so, both in the break, there's a, there's a break right before 11 o'clock, and there was another one after you at about 11.15. And I walked in the control room both times and said, it, I don't know how people are reacting to all this, but it does, you're right, Tim, it does feel good. And he, he's just like, you got to quit being so neurotic. <laughs> Tim was just shutting me down. And sure enough, next day the ratings come out, and you could see how many people in Utah 
the Kobe story was everything to them because it wasn't just us. You know, other stations did a lot and other stations had good ratings too. A lot of people came to the TV that night because they're still processing all this info and all these memories and all these feelings. Yes. You know, it really was to your point about maybe that's why the Super Bowl feels weird this year. It was so important to so many people. A couple of things I want to add to that, interestingly enough, and it just amplifies what you just said, is that I got a friend uh, who lives in St. George and he texted me Mm-hmm. He, really, he, he texted me. I, so he, I saw it Monday morning when I woke up. He said, I appreciate your commentary on uh, Kobe Bryant. That was excellent. And that's like the first time he's ever done that. Mm-hmm. And then Monday, I go home after the show and my wife is there. And she said, hey, I stayed up and watched the show. I watched you. And a lot of times she goes to bed and she said, I was working on something and I thought, oh, it's only 15 minutes away. I'll just watch it. And she said, I was surprised that, because I hadn't told her ahead of time and I didn't know because I usually just key off you. Um, She said, I was surprised that you went Kobe the whole time. Mm -hmm. And without me prompting, Mm -hmm. she said, it seems so natural. It didn't seem like you were running out of stuff to say and you were just trying to fill an allotted time period. That didn't seem to be the case. It seemed like both of you had stuff to say. So the time frame, which totally, it's ironic that you say this, and you've told me this before. I know that's your philosophy, and obviously you know television, so I just say yes, sir, when it comes to you and television. I actually say yes, sir, to you when it comes to a lot of things in business. Except between 6 and 10 a.m. Well, and then I say (laughs) no, sir. Right, but the business aspect and and a lot of life philosophies, I just say yes, sir, a little peek behind the curtain, and it's paid off for me for a number of years, by PK, the way. PK, you'll get a big yeah. raise when you yeah. have leverage. Yeah, so... <laughs> Nothing you know, else matters. You know, yes, sir. And, there's, and I'm, we can list 25 examples on top yeah. of my head. And so she said exactly what you just said. It didn't seem like you were forcing it, and it seemed like it was the right thing to do, and it seemed like it was only four or five minutes, which is ironic. Yeah. But when she said that... I knew that's what you have said many times over. And so she felt the exact same way. Now, she's just a, I'm not, I don't want to say just, but she's a high school teacher and doesn't really have any aspect about television and has no idea about but it. But she still has a feel for it Right, and so you said that, and it's ex- the exact same thing that she had said to me Monday around uh, noon, noon when I went home on Monday. It's you know, funny. I think it's just a natural human thing. I think, uh, you know, as a teacher, she probably has an excellent sense of a class period. And I think the same thing happens when you're, uh, when you're in a class for an hour, 50 minutes, whatever it is. You know, if, if the lesson, the discussion, uh, whatever, the PE, you know, the game, whatever, if it's going well, it seems like it's over like that. Man, when I was a kid, 20 minutes of recess seemed like five. (laughs) Some, some, you know, some torturous math or science or whatever thing that wasn't going well, oh, that that lasted for two hours, but really it lasted for half an hour. And and (laughs) y'all can back me up on this. Oh, boy. That when you tell a story, Story, even if it's five, it feels like 45. Thanks, see. We're in the the six to ten window. There's no yes, sir, going on now. Well, we're just speaking truth, right? Uh-huh. Am yeah. I right, Yach? Right. When when he tells a story, you like you look at your watch, you think, "Oh boy, if I'm standing, then I better sit." Now, if you end up lying down, then you know it's really long story. <laughs> you passed out. Yeah, yeah. So the interesting thing about this Super Bowl is that even though I, it feels weird, and probably a lot of it is the Kobe stuff, and some of it is certainly the Jazz and how much attention we're playing to them, this Super Bowl. 
because it's teams from the AFC West and the NFC West, and because my family was divided between Charger fans and 49er fans growing up, I feel like this is a Super Bowl I have more buy-in for. And I think for some people, it may be kind of like, Kansas City doesn't have that real tradition. But living here, I I don't know Andy Reid. I've never met Andy Reid. I've never interviewed Andy Reid. I've never spoken to Andy Reid. But I know so many people who talk about Andy Reid in just reverential tones. I mean, there's a bunch of people at BYU who think, you know, Andy Reid is it. And I've got no interaction to know anything. I just, you know, hear these stories. But as a football fan, I think he's a great story because he's been so good for so long. And he's been so close to the big prize so many times. Anytime there's that story, it's like, well, are they finally going to grab the brass ring? Are they finally going to break through? And so I think that's a great story. I think Mahomes is wildly entertaining. He's a little different. I think he's a little more... um, probably polished uh, but he's very Brett Farvish to me Favre was just such a wild card I think Mahomes does a better job of staying away from the big mistake um, with Favre you just never knew but man he was entertaining to watch like I'll watch Mahomes there are a bunch of good young quarterbacks who are exciting but I think he's my favorite um, he's more carefree and crazier than Russell Wilson I think Wilson's really buttoned up plays the percentages very well haven't you know we, we don't cover him but I'll bet if we brought the Furness on he'd talk about Russell Wilson's football IQ it seems like that's how he plays the game yeah I think Russell Wilson is the best making something out of nothing hmm I think Mahomes not is young, awfully good at that. Yeah, that's true. Uh, You're right. Yeah. But see, he's young compared to the guys who've been on the stage forever with Peyton and Eli just leaving, Brady's still there, Roethlisberger. I think it was a generation younger than that, but you're right. He's not young. Um, very much in his prime. Uh, Houston and Baltimore have good quarterbacks, and I'd watch them. But to me, of the new generation of guys, Mahomes the most exciting. So I'm happy he's on the big stage. I can watch him all day long. And then for San Francisco, I mean, I have family who's season ticket holders and uh, both on my wife's side of the family and my mom's side of the family. Oh, so you can come for money then, because I I have nobody that's season tickets in my family. Yeah. Couldn't afford them. College professor. (laughs) Jeez, no wonder why you're snooty. (laughs) (laughs) Janitor? College professor. My okay. uncle. My uncle d- did cancer research till he retired. Hopefully he didn't die of cancer. He is very much alive. <laughs> He's very much alive. And he still has them? Yeah. Yep. Sweet. I didn't know if they got outpriced when they moved to the new stadium and all the stuff that goes into that. I think they went... Okay, he grew Suck up in up. Palo, he grew up in Palo Alto when it was country. His he is, is it rock and roll now. He is uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all expensive homes. He is uh, full blooded Italian. It's the same homes. He's full, they just got more expensive. He's no, no. It was open country, it's but that's grassy. it's an older area. A lot of it is, yes. And then there's some newer stuff that's filled in. Um, he uh, He's full-blooded Italian. He's, Which is interesting he's because... He's loud, passionate about sports. You'd probably get along very well. I was rock and roll, and now I'm, I'm country. country. Yeah, you look the other way. <laughs> so I never yeah. You were a little more Donnie, a little less Marie. <laughs> it was all country. That was funny. You got to admit that. Sure. Oh, I'm so jealous. Come on. Now, that was funny, Yuck. Come you got to admit on. that. Yuck's with me. Come on. You're so dismissive yeah, I know. of brilliance. That's something I'll never <laughs> understand. Well, not of my own, just yours. 
I I'm know, good with the ox brilliance. Uh, yeah, as rare as it is, but nevertheless. Oh, no, that was funny. <laughs> now we found something we agree on. Let's laugh at Yock. That's more fun. Yock! <laughs> well, the Niners, they're not the franchise, but they're an historic franchise in this league in terms of success. There's no doubt about it. You know, they had a little bit of success back when, but the Bill Walsh era was the best of times, and I include George Seifert in that era. And then they went through some struggles, but now they're obviously back. And as long as you're not down for forever, like it seems like the Jets have been down forever. And because uh, you know, they have been 51 or, years since they went to a Super Bowl, I saw a list because I was looking it up because the Chiefs haven't been there forever. This is 50 years for the Chiefs. And it's yeah, but I don't ever put the Chiefs the on that status. What do you mean? Of being a legendary franchise. Right. Nor the Jets. They yeah, had they had a moment that was massive. But it was the biggest moment. Right. And it then led nothing. to the merger. And then nothing. But it was so significant. It and was, maybe the Jets isn't, isn't a good example. No, it is but, a good example. But in that. it was so prominent and yeah. so moving and so impactful all these years later. And you know they had a little. Parcells was good, but and they've had a moment or two, but they haven't sustained it. I don't think you need to have uh, all sorts of consistency, like I would say Pittsburgh has had, uh, and New England obviously under Belichick has just been off the charts awesome. But you got to well, put the Niners right. next to that group, if not in that group. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the Patriots and the Steelers have six Super Bowl wins, and that's the record. And if the Niners win this game, they'll have six and be tied. They're one back. They're sitting on five with Dallas. Yeah, and you got to put Dallas, even when they suck. And, and the thing is that it's not just the wins. It's also the Super Bowl appearances. Same four of the big four. Patriots, 11. Steelers and Cowboys have been to eight. And the Niners have been to seven. Broncos have been to eight. They're right up there. Boy, I can't even recall the Niners losing Super Bowls. Well, they only lost uh, one. That's why you don't remember them. But Kaepernick... They had the fourth. Down. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. lights on the on the Super Bowl where the lights went out in New Orleans. Thank and you. The game had the uh, who's, delay. Who's that on the night when the lights went out in Georgia? You know, who sings that? Doesn't Eddie Rabbit, maybe. No, it's a woman, isn't it? I don't remember. I'm guessing anyway. Just trying to. You can look that up. I think that's a female. Keep, look it up. That'll keep you busy during the. Next I break. won't look it up, but uh, you because you will. I know you will. the The night that the lights went out in Georgia, I think is a female, but I couldn't tell you who. Barbara Mandrell. Are you guessing or do you know? I'm guessing. I don't know. <laughs> I, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. Very well, could be. I don't know. No, I think uh, uh, Eddie Rabbit is. I love the rainy nights. Oh, wrong one. Eddie Rabbit was a Jersey guy, if I remember correctly. Uh, but uh, the nights, the, the night that the lights went out in Georgia, uh, it seems to me that's a few Reba McIntyre. No. Reba McIntyre, the night the lights went out in Georgia. YouTube, watch. I'm okay, not but that, going that, to. I could find. Vicky Lawrence also sang Vic, it. Yes, Vicky Lawrence. That's it. Okay. I mean, there's a bunch of people who sang it. Okay. Um, Yuck, you ever sing it? Are you on that list? Yes. Jacob C. Hatch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, let it be. Uh, oh, uh, let it be. The Doobie Brothers. <laughs> they, they tend to cover songs. Yeah. Vicki Lawrence. I'm not even sure who Vicki Lawrence is, but nevertheless. Let's move on. She's saying. I'd rather talk about the Super Bowl. So the Niners have had overwhelming success. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to lose. I th- and the reason why I think they're going to lose is the reason you already said. Mahomes. I think this is his time. 
and he's going to make something out of nothing with the game on the line. Because the Niners' defense is excellent. Mm-hmm. This is an excellent that. test for him. And I think that if you want to go specifically into what makes a defense great and to pull an upset, I think we can look at the Giants beating the Patriots twice, and and then you can just listen to any of the local college football coaches talk about it. I'm sure Kyle's gone on about it forever. Okay. Four-man pass rush. When your front four can get to the quarterback and disrupt the play and you don't have to blitz a fifth or sixth guy, it's way easier to play defense. It's a game-changer. And I think the Niners' front four is very good at generating pressure without any help blitzing a linebacker, safety corner, whoever. But one of the other reasons why the Giants beat the Patriots is Eli Manning. Yep. And I'm not putting... Jimmy G on, on that Eli level. Manning's level. No. So I think that Mahomes, I don't know that he's going to pull something out of nothing because I think they may have something going on. And he just may be doing what he does because he seems like he is at the top of his game and he's got some weapons around him and they know how to use it. Reed is a great offensive mind. We know that. So you factor all these things into it. And this is just my guess is that I'm thinking that the Chiefs prevail. I don't care. I mean, I haven't very rarely at the NFL level do I care. I'm I I don't know that I've ever been to a, into a Super Bowl more than I've been to any other Super Bowl in terms of interest because I don't have a team and I don't need an angle because the Super Bowl is the angle. And so the angle takes care of itself for me. I've oh, I always find intrigue and excitement in the Super Bowl pretty much no matter who's going unless you have unless an you early know, blowout or the say. line is outrageous okay. what the you know the Steve Young thing it was a big blowout against the Chiefs but I barely lived here at the time the, the, Chargers. the Chargers excuse me uh the AFC West but I was already into Steve Young because I'd been here three or four years and my gosh you know Steve Young around here walks on water is the biggest thing ever and so that generated interest so even though the game was a blowout the, the game kept my interest, at least going into it for the start, to see Steve Young be all that. And, and what did he throw, six TD passes? Was that what it was? Yeah. But that was a big line. Wasn't it like 18 or something? Yep. Yeah. So what's the line here? Chiefs, two, three, one, somewhere in there? Uh, it's bounced around, but yeah, that was it. It, was, it, opened, uh, uh, it opened, depending on where you looked, like a pick or a one-point right. game. Yeah, I mean, it's toss-up. Center. So my interest None is very, matters. very high. Just because of the fact that Bears and these are for two whatever good teams. reason the the Bears when they played the uh, the Colts I remember that was one where I was kind of like eh I mean you're right it's eh? a Super Bowl so I watch really? it but among Super Bowls like then you got New England going for an undefeated season I'm all aboard oh this is history I want to see this they didn't get it but it was still worth seeing uh, the, yeah, I was I was amped up for Bart Starr and Len Dawson back in the day. I don't even remember it. I don't either. <laughs> before my time. Sorry. Can't help you there. Who was uh, Garrow Upremium? Uh-huh. Uh, Dolphins tried to th- kicker. Tried to throw a pass. Was uh-huh. it Washington? Yep. The Dolphins were trying to go undefeated, and they are up 14 nothing. Is that what it was? They were going to win the game, and then they were kicking a field goal for 17 that would have just icing on the cake in the fourth quarter. And he picked it up and tried to throw a pass, and it slipped out of his hand. It's amazing to me that you can remember that. And Mike, Be- the Dolphins were my team. For, Dolphins, the Chargers, the Chargers sucked. So in the playoffs, I oh, was you, for the you're Dolphins. a bandwagger even then. I had to. I needed a Cinderella. <laughs> I wasn't. You, gonna. Wait, wait, wait. The, the Dolphins are undefeated, and you needed a Cinderella. Mm-hmm. 
Well, okay, I, if you're undefeated, you're not a Cinderella. Well, if you know the Dolphins' <laughs> history, I rooted for them before that. Oh, of course. You, um, you, you rooted for them when they were in Saskatchewan. You, go, you and the Dolphins go way back played before the, they even went south for the winter. Played the Cowboys and got <laughs> smoked the year before. <laughs> so I had a bet. I can remember I bet my... He wasn't my uncle, but I actually sent you his obituary. Uh-huh. And, but he was super tight with our family. He used to pick me up after school because my parents worked. And he owned a glass store in the town where we lived. And we bet, and I don't even remember, was it Cowboys Colts? Uh, we bet, and if I lost, I had to come clean his gas or his glass station, his glass shop for a week. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And, and who'd you have? I had the Cowboys. And he had the Colts? Yeah. And they kicked a field goal at the end of the game and won. I don't remember, but I know I lost. And yeah. for the, and even I can I was very, very young, but I remember getting off the bus, walking to my home, and his his glass station, which is why he would pick me up sometimes, and it was right down the street. And then I walked there, and he was the one who introduced me to OTB because for most of those times, he'd pick me up and we'd go into New York so he could place bets. I know a lot about the first 10 Super Bowls because my orthodontist was a huge sports fan and he had a book in his waiting room. And I, I had... Wait, an orthodontist? Yeah. You could afford braces? Yep. I couldn't get braces because we couldn't afford them. Yeah. Suck. <laughs> and in the office, when you go into the normal doctor's office, there's just these lousy magazine and it's boring. You don't want to be there and you hate going to the doctor. But when you went to the orthodontist, he had that book there, the history of the first 10 Super Bowls. Some writer like yourself made a bunch of money cranking that out in retrospect. A few pictures, game story, fleshed out a little bit. A couple, bu- So yeah, I knew a lot of that stuff from the first 10, just sitting there at the orthodontist. Orthodontist. Reading the history. What would it be to have straight teeth? Dr. Powers. Wow. Yeah. Beautiful. Good for you. Beautiful Casa de Oro, California. All right. DJ and PK. It's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. DJ and PK brought to you in part by Homie. Buying or selling a home. Homie will give you up to $5,000 back to help you with closing costs and fees. Remember, it's simple to get started with Homie. See more at homie.com. Kyler is with us. We are broadcasting live. We are at the Marley's Gourmet Sliders in their two locations. One is in South Jordan. That's at uh, 114 South and 3561 West. Where the other location, it's in Linden. It's right off the 1600 off-ramp in Utah County. Just go west and it's next to the Harley-Davidson store. You can't miss it. How's it going today? I can't complain. We're having a good morning, you know. The drivers are the uh, the drive up thing all set. Drivers coming through, not getting in the oh, yeah. car. Yeah. So if you're in a hurry, come hit the drive through. We're right off the freeway here, so you can hop off, grab some breakfast, and keep going. Um, super quick and super convenient. A lot of people say they're right off the freeway, and they're really not. They're just trying to lie to you. But you're really true. right off the freeway. And that's true. I think we're the second building off the freeway. So you know, you got to pass. You do have to pass one building, and then it's us. Hopefully you can manage that. So the uh, item of the morning is? Um, I'm going with the breakfast burrito. I'm a big fan of the sausage breakfast burrito. Um, We just actually had someone come in, and they took six of them to take back to the office with them. So I like the breakfast burrito, but you can't go wrong with the French toast or any of the sliders. I had the French toast this morning. I got to say, it doesn't matter what I say. All you have to do, clean play club. That's the test. Actions speak louder than words. I ate it all up. Yep, and it is bottomless, so you can come in and you know eat until you can't eat anymore. I can tell you it's pretty rich, and so it was three slices, you know, cut in half, so like six triangles, 
and I, I'm really quite full. As much as I would like, hey, hit me again, I know that's a bad idea. Yeah. I, was, I honestly, I probably needed two slices. The third one, I was feeding my eyes. But I'm not here for breakfast that often, so, you know. I'm with you. Gotta you live a little. You got to live a little bit. <laughs> now, we got the two Marley stores. Have you considered the third? The first two are raging successes. How long have you been open at this location now? So this, this store has been open. This will actually be our 10th year. Yeah. And the um, one in South Jordan is newer? South Jordan, we have only been open about six months. So we're, no, we're you've been open more than six months. Let's see. We opened in May of last year, so a little longer than that maybe. We're coming up really, on a year. Really? It was only May? Uh-huh. Huh. Well, then I might be rushing you with that question. Yeah, we're not oh, thinking well. about it yet. Oh, you're not? <laughs> <laughs> Someday. Come, come tell us where you want us to open. How about that? Oh, Salt Lake City. Perfect. Perfect. You know where the TV station is. You know the radio station's in the arena. You know where that is. The TV yep. station's on Main Street, so somewhere right in between that. Perfect. We'll just open right inside I've the I've got to go to a breakfast spot, and I'm not going to pub them you know, on your dime. Fair enough. But you've got to mix it up. I don't want to go to one spot. That one spot, I don't like to go to it more than once a week, maybe I'm, twice a week. I'm I don't with wanna, you there. I don't want to wear it out. I'm with you there. I think I've got five go-to spots, one right. for every day of the week. Exactly. You don't want to wear it out. There you go. You love it, but eventually, you know, you beat it into the ground. You don't want that. All right, stop by Marley's, and uh, we got all kinds of jazz gear for you here. We're here until 10 o'clock, so you got about half an hour to pick up a jazz shirt. they got the, uh, the black shirts, the gold shirts, got some ball caps, got a DJ and PK t-shirt here. The beanies are gone. The golf shirts are gone. Got tickets if you want to go see the Salt Lake City Stars and the Oklahoma City Blues Saturday night, tomorrow night. we got tickets to the game. You can come down, get tickets, take the whole family. And while you're here, buy one, get one free, right? That's right. There it is. Say hi to Kyler. Nico's over here, too. Oh, he's over at the counter right now. He's a register. Uh, stop by and say hi to Kyler and Nico. They're both here. DJ and PK. It's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Big Show. Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Are you ready? You guys ready? We've got some breaking news. Donovan and Rudy are all-stars. I just didn't see a way both Donovan and Rudy weren't going to be on this team. I didn't either. Uh, they just couldn't do that. I think so, too. I think this is deserved. I think if you look at the, the numbers, honestly, Gordon, I don't think there's anybody out there that really has that strong of argument to get in over either one of them. As it should be. And that's not coming from any kind of homer perspective, anything like that. I've watched those guys play. I've compared the statistics. I've compared their effect on games. And they are absolutely where they should be. Turn this up. Catch the Big Show, presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Afternoons from 3 to 7 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. DJ and PK, it is time to get you up to speed on everything we have been talking about. It's all brought to you by Larry H. Miller, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, and Sandy. Find your deals online at LHMDeals.com. Talked basketball earlier this morning. That was not a good night. Two out of three losses. And BYU won, and I personally think there was a red flag in that one. Another 80-point game. I don't like it, BYU fans. BYU's having a good year, I think, because they got a lot of seniors. Guys who haven't been to the NCAA tournament, they want to go, and they've bought in on defense. And for whatever reason, and I'm not even convinced it's the same reasons, but for whatever reason, they have given up 80 points two games in a row. I was willing to write the first one off at USF and that they are a decent, not good, but decent team, and they had a bench guy go off. <laughs> if he could do that all the time, Shabazz would be in the starting lineup. He had six, all six of his threes, all ten of his shots. He was six of seven of the line. It was crazy. But those things happen sometime, and they had the mulligan. They could use one, so they used it there. So now you're home against Pepperdine. You give up 80 again. 
Uh, I'm going to write this one off because you scored 107 points. There's no real pressure. You knew you were going to win in the second half. But you cannot fall into the habit of outscoring people. It works sometimes. It is more likely to work at home than it is on the road. And they got to knock it off. It worked last night. That's great. I'm glad you got away with it. And maybe they were looking ahead to St. Mary's. We can come up with a million excuses slash reasons. But if they keep doing it, they're going to get beat and they're going to end up in the NIT. They have got to defend better. They have defended well. They have defended many nights where they gave up 60 or 65 points. And when they do that, they're a good basketball team. And they're an NCAA tournament team. they got to get back to that. I think they have to get back to that. If, uh, if we keep seeing the number 80 for the opposing team, we're also going to see BYU in the NIT. So they got to defend better. I, I can't say that strongly enough. For the Utes, you know, there's just enough good stuff to think, you know, one day they're going to be pretty good. But when is that day going to be? I, I can't tell you. They've missed the NCAA tournament three years in a row. This was always going to be a young team. They had a bunch of guys transfer out again. And you need a veteran on the road. You need someone who can get a big basket at a critical time. And they gave up a 12-0 run in the middle of the second half when they were up by nine. It looked like they were really taking control of the game, and it put USC back on top. And they scratched, and they fought, and they clawed. And give, the, give all those young guys credit for hanging in there. And actually scoring and taking the lead 52-50 with like a minute and four seconds to go. And what happened in the final minute? USC scored on three possessions. They hit all their free throws. They went on a 6-0 run. Utah didn't score another point. When they really needed a big bucket at the end of the game, they couldn't do it. I thought they missed three big free throws in the last four minutes. I thought they had a terrible possession. They ended up with a shot going up against the back of the backboard. I don't want to get into it. It was awful. And that's why they lost a winnable game. Now UCLA should be even more winnable. Now, USC is, you know, battling for one of the, you know, a spot in the, in the uh, top four to get a first round bye. They're battling for a spot in the NCAA tournament, and uh, UCLA is 500-ish. So, Sunday, 1 o'clock, before the Super Bowl, Utah will try again against UCLA. The Jazz. What a weird game. They have not defended well for two nights. It was 48-43 at the half. I like the way things were going. Donovan Mitchell had not scored a point, and they were up by five. I'm thinking, Denver, you have blanked Donovan Mitchell, and you're still down five? You're in trouble. Now, David Locke came on the air earlier this morning. He said, "Uh uh-oh, the Jazz are only up by five, and they're shooting 50% from three, and Denver's only shooting 20%. And, you know, it's a law of averages, regression of the mean. You'll see weird stuff in a short span, but over time, people are who they are. And the Jazz shouldn't shoot 50%, and Denver should shoot much better than 20 But Donovan Mitchell shouldn't be stuck on zero. Fact is, the Jazz ended up shooting 46% from three. They, they, they lose 106-100, and the three-point shooting wasn't the issue. Bad problem with turnovers early, and then there was a stretch in the second half. They couldn't get a stop. They could not for the life of them. Ed Davis is back in at backup center. That's clearly an issue. Rudy's got to stay out of foul trouble, and he did in this game. He, he was way deep into the game before he got his first foul. Uh, so that was good, but he still isn't going to play all 48 minutes. Davis came in. Uh, we'll see where they go. It's... Uh, you know, I think it was, um, what is it, minus 16? Was that the plus minus that got everybody's attention and they got, uh, th- that made the change in San Antonio? And so Davis uh, answered the bell again and played 11 minutes. Gobert played 37. They're trying to minimize the time at that spot. Uh, Davis had a couple rebounds and, uh, and a steal. And they were minus nine while he was on the floor in 11 minutes. So it's a tough deal. Jazz could use a little help there at backup center. Clearly they're struggling at that position. Uh, Clarkson went off. I mean, he just 37 points, 13 of 22. 
7 of 12 from 3. I never really thought he was going to hit enough shots at the end for them to win the game because he got down big and he brought them back. Uh, but it was impressive. It was, and it's always consistency in the NBA. It's awesome he did it. You know, how often can he do that? And if not 37, how often can he do 27? Because 37 points in 31 minutes is outrageous and freakish. But he is definitely a scorer off the bench. And when he gets hot, when they compared him in the broadcast to Lou Williams, and I know the Jazz were losing so no one could really enjoy anything, but enjoy that because if you have Lou Williams coming off the bench, that is a weapon. But it's three straight losses. And when PK was on with us earlier this morning, he made the point, and it's classic Jerry Sloan. All right, now we're going to see what they're made of. They're not going to lose forever. Is this three-game streak going to turn to four? Is it going to go to five? Is it going to go to six? Next up is Portland tomorrow night. Portland's going back-to-back. Tonight they play the Lakers in L.A. in a game that's bound to just be loaded with emotion. This is the Lakers' first game since Kobe died in the, in the, chopper, in the copter crash last Sunday. Uh, Clippers played their last game at home, or their first game at home last night, and they got drubbed. Uh, they got they got beat by 20 points. So we'll see what happens. And the Blazers, uh, they'll be in the middle of this, and there'll be a ton of emotion. And then they're going to have to fly to Portland and go back-to-back against the Jazz team that flies in today, and they'll be rested. So, All right, DJ and PK, we're going to take a break. When we come back, your feedback. Final word coming up. We're 15 more minutes here at uh, Marley's Jazz T-shirts. If you want to stop by and get one, plus it's buy one, get one free on breakfast. So you can grab some food. The drive through is open. You've got to come indoors to get the shirts. But you can get the buy one, get one free breakfast at the drive through DJ and PK. And it's all over almost here. Don't go nowhere. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. This eight-year-old Swedish girl in a lake in Sweden stepped on something in this lake. She pulled it up, and it was a thousand-year-old Viking sword. If you found something that was a thousand years old and priceless, like, do you call authorities or... Are you going to keep this? I mean, is this no, yours now? No, this was taken from her. The only thing she's going to get is recognition well, then, that she found it. If I ever find a dinosaur bone that's rare, I'm just going to keep it. The last thing I want is somebody marching into my front room declaring Prima Nocta on that thing and taking it. Prima Nocta? Yeah, it's an old saying when you could come in and take anything you wanted. Oh, yeah? That's nice. Well done by you. You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to three. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Feedback of the day is brought to you by Audi Salt Lake City, where you can pick up a new Audi Q5 SUV for only $3.59 per month. Visit Audi Salt Lake City at 999 South State or AudiSaltLakeCity.com. All right, got the poll question up. Who's going to win the Super Bowl and why? 63.8% of the vote, and we're over 500 votes. Coming in for Kansas City. 36.2% 36.2% of you think Yach is going to be crying in his, I don't know, whatever his favorite Super Bowl snack is. What's a go-to snack, Yach? I'm a big wings guy, but He's going to be knows. crying in his wings. 36.2% for the Niners. Yach, you got to believe. you got an outstanding front four. That's that one. leaves one guy to spy on Mahomes Correct. and six guys to match up with five receivers. The problem is the Niners' other cornerback opposite Richard Sherman is pretty much a liability, so that's a problem. Uh-oh! So Sherman's got to take Tyreek? Uh, essentially, yeah, and that speed-wise is not a good matchup. So we'll see. So the safety's got to help? Yes. 
but good luck. Tyreek Hill is about as fast as anybody I've ever seen. This might be why 63.8% of the people are picking the Chiefs, Jock. Yeah, I, I understand it, but you're right. That front four, if they can get to Mahomes, that would help. Yak, what is Shakira's tie to the Super Bowl? Is she dating a Chief or a Niner that I don't know about? Uh, I is she she's part of the halftime show with Jennifer Lopez. Okay, but I don't understand how that has to do, and maybe the guy just wanted to post the video of her dancing. I mean, realistically, probably. that's probably what it is. Because I say, who will win and why? And then there's the guy tweets back, Shakira. So Shakira will win? Shakira will win the halftime show? Apparently. And he has her dancing, and, and this will shock you, but she looks fabulous. Those what? Don't lie. What? Why wasn't someone notified? Why wasn't I told? All right. Uh, we got more people coming back at us today. A lot of you are reading the story out of the Miami Herald that makes the NFL look cheap, mean-spirited, liar-ish. Is that a word? Liar-ish? Apparently, according to the Miami Herald, they went uh, before a public commission down there and promised that as part of uh, the Super Bowl, they'd do a free concert, which they're not doing anything the likes of. And they're going to rebuild a high school, and they actually paid for part of I think a high school football field, and they paid for part of this investment, but really the city of Miami paid for more. The NFL coming up cheap, even though they're rolling in the money. You can read the story. I've retweeted it out out of the Miami Herald, and that's got a lot of people going, what is wrong with the NFL? They're rolling in it. Clint wants me to ask PK what a bandwagger is. See, that's the kind of stuff you'd make into a drop for me, but you don't do it to him. You're biased against me, Yach. Of course, come on. A bandwagger. I That's think he actually, meant a bandwagoner. Well, yeah, but it's actually an old reference you guys had. I believe somebody was on and said bandwagger. It's just kind of been a running g- gag ever since. Oh, really? So you think he was just recalling that? Correct, yes. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Jim. Jim is so down on the Super Bowl. Neither team's going to win. They both suck, and they'll play to a 0-0 tie. I hate them both. Worst Super Bowl ever. I won't watch. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Jim's a Raider fan. Because the Raiders don't like the Chiefs and the Raiders don't like the Niners. And I don't know why you would be so down on the Super Bowl unless you were a Raider fan. I actually think this is a good matchup. I'm excited that it's two young quarterbacks, two guys who could be on the stage for a while. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. He was a second-round pick of Bill Belichick and the Patriots. They're pretty good at identifying talent. And he's played well in San Francisco. When the Niners didn't have him, they were bad. When they did, they were good. He, I get he didn't have to do anything in the NFC title game, but that doesn't mean he sucks. That means they're having a good day running the ball, and there was no point in throwing it. They were dominating. I'll take the Chiefs. All right, we're broadcasting live at Marley's Gourmet Sliders. Kyler, who are you taking? Chiefs or Niners? I'm going to go Chiefs. Because? I'm a Broncos fan, you know. <laughs> I, I don't – I just – that was the first thing that came to my mind. But, but you know, I got to Denver go doesn't like Kansas City, and Kansas City doesn't like Denver. Yeah. It's a thing. It's a thing, but I'm going to pick the Chiefs anyways. Okay. Uh, you've got the uh, breakfast till 11. You've got a little line in here right now, but the line moves pretty quick. It'll die down. Yeah. Breakfast, so breakfast goes for about another hour. Um, come take advantage of that. Buy one, get one free on your first breakfast item there. Um, My French toast was good. That's all I can say. That's, you that's, know, that's all, all that matters. So we've got French toast, bottomless pancakes, breakfast burritos, breakfast sliders. Um, we've got a bunch of options, so feel free to come on by. How do you stay so skinny? Oh, man, you can't eat your own supply, man. You, you go out of business. True. But how do you stay so skinny? Because uh, I, I eat my own supply. And then, you know, <laughs> I mean, all right, one more French toast isn't going to kill anybody. 
possibly me because I've said that 5,000 times. Yeah, no, so, you know, I yeah. I can't eat it because if I do, I won't have food to sell oh, so the you, rest of you. You really don't eat the French toast? Because you oh, said I, you do eat lunch here. I won't lie. I eat, I eat probably six meals a week here because, okay. you know, I'm here working, but, but you know, it... it it takes a lot of hard work to look this good. <laughs> there you go. Now you're talking, Kyler. <laughs> Stop by and ask for Kyler and Nico. Kyler's the clean-shaven one. Nico's got the beard over there. He's wearing a black cap today. And he's, he's man in the register right now, knocking this line down so the next person who walks in doesn't have to wait. You also got the drive-thru going? Got the drive-thru going. It's super easy to access. Just hop off the freeway. Um, we try to be as quick as we can. So, you know, come come through and we'll be quick for you. 1600 exit in Utah County. Uh-huh. Right on the corner of 1600 in Geneva, um, attached here to the Tim Harley building. So you can't miss us. It's not that far if you're working on Silicon Slopes to run down here at lunch. And, in fact, I've seen a couple guys with Silicon Slopes badges and shirts come through. So See? It's not that far, especially because no. you're right off the freeway. Exactly. I mean, when you get to the exit, you're pretty much there. All right. Well, thanks for coming down and having us again today. And any time, we love coming down. Thanks for having us. All right. And uh, we also hit the South Jordan location occasionally, 114th South, 3561 West in South Jordan. You'll see me in there if you're looking for me, Kyler, after, uh, after I go to Harriman for our cell practice. Perfect. I'll look for you it's up about, there. It's about six minutes. I've timed it. It's not a big deal. Zoom right in. Hit a couple lunchtime sliders. All right. Thanks for having us. DJ and PK, we are out of here today. Tony and Austin are next.